0: Welcome to the Mark Starry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guest nights adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Starry, and I'm a 15 plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota Metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Starry, that's S-T-A-R-Y music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most other places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, in iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. Got an extra buck or two? You You'd mind tossing in the podcast tip jar. Please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Music Podcast. Also considering helping get the word out on the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by George Clinton. The desired effect is what you get when you improve your interplanetary funksmanship. Thanks for tuning in to the Mark Steri Music Podcast. Enjoy! 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 I hate to break it. Welcome back to the Mark Starry Music Podcast, episode 199. Please support this week's sponsors, ID Chrysler Pine City, Templeton Rye Whiskey, and the Beadle Club. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Coming at you on a beautiful summer day from my family's cabin outside of Turtle Lake, Wisconsin. Copper the Wonder Golden is still kind of skittish out here since all the tornado damage, but then a chipmunk will run by and she's back to her normal self. I just feel very fortunate and kind of in shock that the old cabin's still standing. Last week's gigs Wrap-Up. Wednesday, played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Learned a ton of new 70s funk and disco tunes. Highlight of the night was Get Down On It by cool and the Gang. Thursday, played a solo show at Lono Grill in Egan, Minnesota. Great to see the Nesvold brothers out and about and up to their usual shenanigans. Friday, played a solo show at Ingredients in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. Again, another triumphant Shrimp Diablo. Saturday, played a duo show at JJ's Pub at Commander Bar in Breezy Point, Minnesota. Podcast guests from episode one, Brandon Helgeson and the family showed up. Great to catch up and always fun to give Wally a little grief. Tuesday, August 6th, 2019. I'll be playing a duo show at the Turtle Lake, Wisconsin Park for National Night Out from 5 to 8 p.m. Wednesday, August 7th. Corey's birthday, Macklemore Corey, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Friday, August 9th, I'll be playing a solo show at Nova in Hudson, Wisconsin from 7 to 10 p.m. Saturday, August 10th, I'll be playing a duo show at Eagle Lounge in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin from 8 to 11 p.m. Sunday, August 11th, I'll be playing a solo show at Paradise Landing in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin from 2 to 5 p.m. part two of three with fiddle player of travel by turtles and owner of neon brown studios ryan young we talk the beginnings of pert near sandstone bluegrass music the fiddle airs and more enjoy the conversation Welcome back to the Mark Starry Music Podcast, everybody. We're still here with Ryan Young, fiddle player for and by Turtles, in his sweet, awesome, retro, 70s-ish, neon brown recording studio here in Crystal, Minnesota. And how, if someone wants to check out your studio or wants to uh, book some time here after your week off, <laughs> how do they get a hold of you? Uh, you would go on to, you would log on to the,
1: uh, onto the internet and, and find your, <laughs> find your uh, you know, use Internet Explorer or, or whatever you have, Safari. And uh, go to neonbrownstudio.com. And on there uh, is, are some pictures and some audio examples of other uh, bands that have recorded. And then there's also, like, a form where you can f- basically is an email. Like, if you fill out this form, it's got a room for your name, a room for your email address, and then a, a, a spot to, like, f- type in your question or whatever. And that just comes to
0: me as an email. And then I'll reply to you. Cool. I've had people on the show like say, hey, how do you get a hold of your shows?" he goes, just call me and leave their phone number on there. Yeah. <laughs> and just call my cell, man. I'll tell you where it's at <laughs> and everything. So your fiddle style, you, I've seen you in previous interviews talk, say it's, it's like a, a snare drum backbeat kind of style. Um, do you have any, any like fiddle inspirations or who's your favorite fiddle players or how did you pick up on this instrument? It started
1: with uh Partner Sandstone, the first like kind of folky band I ever played with.
0: You won't know when it's coming, will
1: Before that I had been playing in school orchestra, uh, and also the college orchestra. You know, classical music and i was not very good at that although i enjoyed it quite a bit i was always uh in in orchestras there are two violin sections the first violin who does the main they usually do the main melody and the second violin is usually like the back backup part and that's uh maybe for the kids that aren't quite as good i was always in the second violin section and then like the the very at the very back of it like they'd bury me in the back of the orchestra just cuz i wasn't very good um but I did enjoy it quite a bit, and I never quit. You know, a lot of a lot of kids in my in my position probably would have quit, and a lot did. And quit. what school was this at? Uh, elementary school in uh, Oak. Uh, I'm sorry, in uh, New Hope. That was uh, Meadow Lake. So I played in the school orchestra there, Meadow Lake Elementary School. And then in uh, you know junior high, high school, I went to Osseo Senior High. Uh, I went to Eau Claire, Wisconsin, played in the orchestra there. Uh, So a lot of, you know, a lot of school orchestras. Anyway, cutting, fast forwarding, my friends in Pertner Sandstone were starting a folky band and I was the only violinist they knew. And they're like, hey, would you like to try to fiddle with us? And I was like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. So what I did is I, I had already played guitar for many years and I knew how to improvise on a guitar. So what I... Uh, did before the first time I sat down with Purnier Sandstone to just jam, I picked a couple keys. D was the first one I picked. And I picked up a guitar, and I was like, if I'm going to play, if I'm going to improvise in D... I'd maybe play like these three notes, doo doo doo. So I'd like just play those notes a few times, doo 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 And then I put that down and picked up the fiddle and found those three notes, doo doo You know, and then I memorize that, doo doo doo. And then I'd put the fiddle down, pick up the guitar, and I'd be, and then, and then the next three notes I'd go would would be doo 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 or whatever, you know, like find those three notes. And I picked up the fiddle and found those three notes, doo doo doo. And then I'd put the six notes together, doo 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 doo. And then, you know, back and forth, back and forth, pick it up, and then figured out all the notes that I might play in the key of D. And then, I, you know, then I'd write it down too. And then I did the same thing in the key of G, and then whatever. So I basically taught myself how to do it. And it took a long time, but uh, that is the main reason why I don't play fiddle like other fiddle players, because I didn't learn from a fiddler. I learned from me <laughs> 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 uh, as a guitar player, basically.
0: Another big week of gigging and driving this week. Seems like every single person from the Twin Cities were on their way up north on Saturday morning. Kept me on my toes, slamming on the brakes for backups and dodging iffy drivers. But I had the cool air on max, blasting tunes and catching up on podcasts and not having much of a care in the world while venturing to the North Country in my black Jeep Cherokee I got from ID Chrysler, Pine City, Minnesota. When 250,000 miles of my old car was just too much for the poor thing to take, I found myself looking for my new dream ride at ID Chrysler Pine City, and the staff couldn't have been more helpful with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at idcdjr.com or take the beautiful drive of 35 to 715 Northridge Court, Northwest, Pine City, Minnesota to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Thursday, 8 to 6 p.m. And Friday and Saturday, 8 to 5 p.m., closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Pine City today and enjoy a summer full of adventures and memories out on the open road in a new ride. Oh that's so cool. Yeah. Um and with the you said you're very rhythmic and very kind of snare beat on the fiddle is that from playing like acoustic guitar or something like I play very rhythmic guitar is that where that comes from with you too? At least partially.
1: The other bit the other uh piece to that puzzle or why I play very percussively is that there usually is not a percuss percussion instrument in bluegrass or folk music. Excuse me. Um there when when you're playing in a rock band with a guitar player there's a drummer playing a big heavy backbeat you know it's there and you don't need to cover it when you're playing in a band with a guitar and a banjo and a bass or whatever there's no backbeat it's just it's there you know you can sort of hear it in the guitar or in the mandolin but it's not very loud and people kind of dance to the backbeat along with the bass you know the bass and the backbeat are going uh the bass will hit the note, and then the backbeat will happen right after it, and then the next bass note, and then the next backbeat, and then the next next bass note. That's hard to say. Uh, so anyway, that's that rhythm, that back and forth bass note with the with the backbeat is what people dance to. And uh, I just noticed there wasn't a backbeat when I was playing with Printer Sandstone. So I started playing the backbeat, you know, just because nobody else was, and there wasn't a drummer. Uh, <laughs> I thought I should do that. So... If you are ever listening to us play live, or a lot of times I do this on the recordings as well, I just hit the strings with my bow uh, until it goes, and I just do that on the backbeat. And it kind of sounds like a snare, so I'm just going, you know, the yeah, bass man. on the opposite notes of the bass, the opposite part of the beat as the bass. Um, and then that just, I just noticed people reacted to that. Like people started dancing more, you know, it just sounded to them. It sounded better. And to me, it sounded better because I, I wanted to hear that backbeat. Um, so it just, it, nobody told me to do that. It just, I just started doing it because nobody else was and I wanted to hear it. That's basically where it came from. Cool,
0: man. So I've been playing in the music scene for quite a long time. in The Twin Cities here. And, and I remember when... Uh, when that whole scene was coming up, and we would open for we actually opened for uh, Trampled at at uh, uh, UW Superior in the football field, some oh. outdoor thing there. Cool. And then we were opening for White Iron Band in Duluth. Yeah. And then Pertinere Sandstone of the Caboose. Yeah. And so how and that? You guys are all from you. You guys are all is all like from Duluth area, right? kind of how did how did that whole scene start up yeah not from duluth uh
1: just just from just being around at the same time i think because you know trampled is from duluth but pertner sandstone was from saint paul basically uh and white iron band is uh, basically from eden prairie eden prairie yeah uh
0: Those are the three I remember the most. Yeah. And so we were all just and then Trample just got huge. Yeah. You know, of
1: course. We were just all we just all started at the same time. That's that's just the gist of it. And we're all in like the basic same genre. Like we could we had a lot of the same fans. You know, people that enjoyed Trampled by Turtles also enjoyed the White Iron Band, and people that enjoyed the White Iron Band also enjoyed Purner Sandstone and you know, whatever.
0: So it's just a it was just a matter of timing. I think. Do you think like what were you guys' influences that kind of got like everyone started playing that kind of music at that time? Do you think the mm. bluegrass thing coming through? It. it was, I, I really don't know. Yeah, it was very little. It had very little to do with bluegrass. Was it the old brother Arthur kind of re- movement? It was that time era? It was that, that time look and that whole yeah
1: scene. Um, it was. It that was just a that was just a. Coincidence, I think. Although, I think so too, yeah. Yeah. It, uh, uh, you know, people enjoy that soundtrack. And obviously, that soundtrack was very popular. So even music listeners enjoyed that soundtrack. And I still put it in from time to time. It's a great soundtrack. Uh, but it's, it's, it had very little to do with bluegrass. I think it was just, uh, so I know the, I know the, the Pertnier story because i was there from the very beginning it was just like myself uh, the guitar player and the banjo player were looking to play some acoustic music you know that's we didn't know we knew what bluegrass was but we didn't we didn't go out to be a bluegrass band or anything it was just folky mu- acoustic music we wanted to play and then eventually our music became kind of bluegrassy and and actually more specifically old timey And there's like a, there's like a tiny difference. I, I, the difference is obvious to me now, but at the time I didn't know that, that, what the difference between old time music and bluegrass music was. Bluegrass music is like, uh, usually really fast paced. And a lot of times the people are like, I don't know if you can imagine what Bill Monroe looks like. He's always wearing a tie and the, and the hat and like, they all, they all dress the same and they all, it's very, it's very Nashville or whatever. Very, uh very uh kind of you know southern drawl people have the southern drawl and they play very fast and that, that's bluegrass. Old time music is like is like you see like the pictures of these dudes like the Duraga types or whatever, like the old, really old pictures of the guy sitting with the guitar and it's just uh you know it's 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 a lot less formal than bluegrass is and it's a lot slower and it's a lot more folky. Uh, that's old time music, and Pernier Sandstone Sandstone was more like that. Less we we don't dress up in suits. That's a great explanation, and I totally see it now. Absolutely. Um. So old time music actually came first. You know, that was around in the you know 1800s, early 1900s. Bluegrass didn't start to like whatever the 40s or whatever, whenever it started, 50s. Um. Uh, so anyway, what was the question? <laughs> oh, I was just, I was just, uh, just thinking out oh, loud. How did, like, how did how all that the, all this yeah. scene just start come about? Yeah, so I, I got off on a tangent there. So no, so, it's totally cool, man. That's what, <laughs> that's what it's all about, man. So uh, anyway, so I know how Pert Sandstone started. It, it was started like that. We kind of became an old timey band. Travel by Turtles started basically because Dave Simonette, the guitar player, was playing a show with his. Uh, electric band back in the day and somebody stole his guitar and his amp and all he had left was an acoustic guitar. So he went to he, him and his buddy, Eric Berry, who were the band who was the mandolin player, uh, started a acoustic duo. They weren't a bluegrass band or anything. They were just acoustic duo and they played at coffee shops and the, and the banjo player went to a couple of those. They ended up, I think having like a, like every Wednesday show, Someplace, and so the banjo player went, and he's and he didn't know them, but he kind of went up to them after seeing them a couple times he's like hey, i I'm trying to learn the banjo. do you guys want a banjo player?" and they're like, "Sure, bring your banjo next time <laughs> so then there were three of them, and then they they opened up for another band and stole their bass players, so and then there were four of them so anyway they they didn't start from like wanting to be a bluegrass band or anything, and they still trample by Turtles is still not a bluegrass band technically. <laughs> in 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 the way that uh you know that I only have to say that is because some bluegrass people are very, very specific about what bluegrass is, you know. Oh absolutely N- not not people from the city so much, but like people, f- you know o- old timers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, they're like, This isn't bluegrass. And, and I don't disagree. We're not bluegrass. We never said we were. Yep. Um so uh and then uh, the White Iron Band is more of like a outlaw country style, you know, uh, rather than acoustic music. So all three of these bands started at about the same time, almost exactly the same time, and just met each other quickly because we all would play shows at the same place, and we just became fast friends. You know, the Purtyear Sandstone dudes and the White Iron dudes and the Trampled dudes. We'd all play shows together with each other in. Sometimes all three of us at the same time or sometimes just two at a time, both in Duluth and in the cities and others, other places in the Midwest, you know, became fast friends. Uh, So it's mostly just a timing thing and a coincidence thing rather than, you know, we all didn't grow up together or anything like that.
0: Templeton Rye Whiskey is catching on, folks. I happened to be in Emily, Minnesota with some friends before our Breezy show on Saturday and I overheard my bass player Johnson, who'd been camping all week, talking with my buddy Rich from Rochester and not being too nosy, but I swear to God, I heard them talking about the best whiskey to take camping and I heard him mention Templeton Rye Whiskey. That's great, fellas. So if you're looking for smooth, spicy rye whiskey with a clean finish, Templeton Rye Whiskey is your brand. Based on the Prohibition-era Kirkoff recipe, it is said that Templeton Rye Whiskey was Al Capone's favorite drink. Nicknamed the good stuff and also Iowa's most notorious drink, make the multiple award winnings such as being named Rye Whiskey of the Year in the 2019 Whiskey Bible, Templeton Rye Whiskey, your cocktail of the summer. Follow them on Instagram at Templeton Rye Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Okay, would you call it like a scene? Yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so were you? I watched a video where they're explaining the beginning of Trampled by Turtles, whatever. And they said they stole you from a band. Were you playing with Prittner Sandstone? Yeah. And they were blown away by you. Then had you from there? Yeah, I I basically just started sitting in as
1: like a you know uh, on on a couple tunes. The first time I played with them, I I just played on a couple tunes. Like, they played their set, and they're like, hey, we're going to have our buddy Ryan up for these next couple songs. And then the next time I played with them, I played for, like, half the set. And then the next time I played with them, I played their whole set. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) it just became... And then the next time... And then we played a couple more times, and then they're like, hey, do you just want to join the band? And I was like, sure, I'll join the band. Nice. What year was that? uh, I joined the band in 2007, New Year's Day, um but I had been playing with them for a number of years before that, okay
0: very cool man uh interesting story about that whole scene i mean that 's just amazing how that's how that blew up like that yeah um when you were playing when you guys first started out as trampled, what were some of your favorite local places that were just getting going on fire, and you guys knew it was just kind of building up
1: well uh the caboose was a big one. That was like the biggest place we all were aspiring to play. We we had never imagined that we'd play at First Avenue. You know, <laughs> that was like <laughs> that was like you know Prince played there. We we won't be playing that. Uh, but you know the caboose that was like doable. We could play at the caboose and like all of all of our buddies would go there just to go and watch bands and and our buddies' bands would play there. You know, so we're like, yeah, let's the caboose. That was the that was the place and then um you know the the, f- the first time a few people showed up the second time twice that many showed up the third time 10 times that many showed up and then eventually we're selling the place out and you know, then we had to move to First Avenue. We're like, damn, we never thought that would happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Um, so I was talking about we opened for you once years ago and opened for that scene. So I know you guys go on tour a lot. And right now you're opening for the Avit Brothers. or are playing shows with them. We're about. I know to, you got yeah. Red Rocks coming up and things like that. So when you were doing, opening up for people, what were some of the interesting bands you opened for, maybe some of the coolest dudes you met on the road while playing? We actually almost never open up for other bands. It's
1: uh, Or co-play with other bands, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. The, um, uh, my We've become buddies with all sorts of bands from around the country. Uh, the ones that come to mind first are... Most recently, Deer Tick. We've played a lot of shows with that. I can't eat. I can't use my mouth. Mess one day in the whole world cast you out. Um, uh, Devil Makes Three. Um... um, um. Brown Bird. <laughs> yeah, take your time. Sorry, just had, no, a, go, I just had a brain fart. <laughs> uh, Brown Bird. Um, um, yeah, just all sorts of bands. Like, uh, Hackensaw Boys was an early one we, we kind of became buddies with. I've got a f- funny story about that. So, we were playing a couple shows in a row with uh, the Hackensaw Boys, who are uh, kind of an old timey band uh, from uh, the Southeast. And uh, we were playing in the Northwest. We were playing in uh, Washington. And uh, it's, the, it's this little town with just one bar... Uh, and they have you know a post office and they have uh you know a gas station and it's an old town it's not like a don't picture like a new town you might drive through picture picture an old town uh and it's in the in the middle of these hills um and it's actually where they they filmed the uh, northern exposure TV yeah. show uh I think that I never actually watched that show but it was, it was set in uh, Alaska, but they actually filmed it in Washington. So uh, the Hackensaw Boys and Trampled by Turtles are playing this show at the Brick, which is the, the only bar in town. And we, we pull into town, and we can hear, like, a Black Sabbath song. Being uh, uh, sounding like it's you know coming from a live band like there's a band playing a Black Sabbath song, we're pulling into town. It's summertime, all the windows are down. Like oh, sounds like somebody's some band's playing Black Sabbath. It's a weird thing to hear in the middle of the hills or whatever. And so we finally we kind of turn the corner and we pull into this town, and there's a little park with a with a, a small stage set up with a PA and a bass amp and a drum set and a guitar amp. And the Hackensaw boys are on this little tiny stage playing a Black Sabbath song, and they're like an old, <laughs> old-timey band. And there's nobody watching. What's, what's, I love Sabbath. Which one was it? Oh, I think it might have been Black Sabbath, the song, if I remember right. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: Dun, dun. Yeah, with
1: that uh with that tritone in it. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> that stands before me. Uh anyway. Um so th- that this cool little town had they they just set up a PA system and uh they had a bass amp and a drum set or whatever and people could just play if they wanted. And that's, that's pretty cool. You don't that's not something that would happen in a big city, you know somebody would just steal the bass amp. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, um, we pull up, we see the Hack and boys playing the Sabbath tune. They're like, sweet. Well, we gotta go, we gotta go, you know, load in. So we just say hi quick and then go, it's only just like a block and a half to the bar that we're playing at. So we load in and we play this, uh, show and almost nobody comes to it. You know, it's like a tiny town, but you know, it's a rowdy show. People are, everybody's drunk and having a good time. And, uh, the the vi- there's no hotels in the town so the the venue just let us sleep in the bar so like we actually like would move we moved the uh um uh, the booths together or like you know the booths were movable so we could like pull out a booth and kind of twist it around and put two booths in a row so we could lay down and we made beds like that and then they also they did have like a bed or two upstairs in uh for people but there was you know there was five of us, well, six of us, including our tour manager. And then there was, I don't know, Hackensaw Boys had a bunch of people too. So, you know, people were sleeping on the floors, in the booths, wherever they could find a spot. Um, and we stayed up all night long. And just, like, we each played our sets. We played our show. And once the show was done, we just kept playing music, like on the, on the stage, in the venue, you know, like, or up in the in the bedroom area. They had a porch and we just play or people like some people were playing outside. We were playing music all night and drinking and, and uh, a vivid memory I have is uh, their fiddle player. His name is Ferd, which isn't short for anything, which I, <laughs> his, his his name is actually Ferd. <laughs> like I, I assumed, like I remember asking, I was like, is that short for like Ferdinand or?
0: F- Mumford. Yeah. yeah, I was like,
1: what is that short for? And he's like, no, it's just Ferd.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's on my birth certificate, Ferd. Oh my God. That is hilarious, man. <sighs> I watched a video. Said you said he's playing a metal band? Yeah. What band is that? We were called the Eccentric Circles.
1: We never played, we never, we, you know, obviously we we're never big or anything. Uh,
0: and we actually never even played a show. I want to tell you about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The Beadle Club, located on the corner of County Road B and Dale's motto, is a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun. And that is a fact. The food at T Birds Cafe and Takeaway is always excellent. I couldn't make it because of work and gigs, but from the looks of it on Facebook, the seventh annual Rib Fest at the Beadle Club looked like a huge success. There are some mighty good cooks that hang around those parts, I'm sure I was missing out. Looked like ex-president Dale was on his A-game for sure. Rob, Natalie, Shelley, and entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. I've been told that after being talked about on these podcast ads, the Waller's Woodhill Cocktails are selling like hot cakes. Karaoke, live music, pool table, pull tabs, bingo nights, botched ball tournaments, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we did
1: have songs, and we practiced them, and we got them all ready to go. And then, uh, and then before we had a chance to play our show, our lead singer moved to um, St. Louis, and now he lives in uh, New York City. So the band just kind of fell apart. But okay. yes, I was playing the drums in that band, um, and we were we played very fast i never i i didn't use the double bass pedal though i never did that i just used single single bass uh pedal and tried to get it as fast as that as i could but we weren't really that style of music we weren't like we weren't like uh metal in the sense of like like uh like band metal or anything it was more like uh kind of punk rock metal if that makes sense like uh we were a lot more raw like we were uh, like like half punk half metal <laughs> sort of like uh we were inspired by bands such as uh the minutemen and slayer and <laughs> Um, who else? Like, uh, Propane. I don't know if you remember that band. Slayer is one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. So, yeah. That um, would be fun. It w- it was super fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Did you cover any Slayer songs? No, we never covered a Slayer song. We did. Co- we did do a couple covers, and we had some originals. Um, what did we cover? I do remember we covered a Propane song. Um
0: can't remember. But yeah, we did a couple covers. Cool, man. Um another band you're in, so the Fiddle Airs. You want to tell us about that? Sure. And um I was thinking about putting on Did you write the song I got a feeling by the Fiddle Airs 2015? No. But is that a cool song to put on the end of this episode? Sure. So what's the story behind the Fiddle Airs and the song I got a feeling because that's kind of a rocker too. Yeah, that Okay,
1: so the Fiddle Airs started when uh uh earlier in the in the the first podcast I mentioned the how we how I started the the uh studio and it was because this band called um Pocahontas County wanted to record and their fiddle player was like hey we should uh me and you should just start like a fiddle duo just we should play some shows as like just two fiddlers and you know we can each sing and blah 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 and I was like that'd be a great idea and then at almost the same time in a separate conversation uh, Nate from Pertner Sandstone was like, hey, we should just start like a fiddle duo band. We're like, we can both play fiddle and we could just sing some songs and it'd be super fun. I was like, hey, that's a great idea. And actually also, somebody, I just got done talking with uh, with Jake. We should maybe just be a trio, like three of us. And we're like, oh yeah, that's great. And so we started doing that and we actually recorded I've Got a Feeling, uh, which is a Beatles tune. It's from... Um. um Abbey Road, I believe. Have I, I didn't that? recognize it yeah. at all. What the I've all? got a feeling, a feeling deep inside. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. there you go. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a Beatles tune. Is it or is that from Let It Be? I don't remember. But uh we recorded that at, when we were just the 3 of us and uh it just so happened. This, this is back when I lived right by the Turf Club. I went <clears throat> we had we had started recording on that. And we we were not recording it live. We recorded uh, the fiddle parts first, and then we were going to overdub the singing. So we got done with all the fiddle parts. We were going to do the singing part, and we needed a break. So we just went to the Turf Club, which was right down the street. And Gabe Douglas from The Four on the Floor just happened to be there.
0: Friends coming out tonight. Oh, my
1: friends coming out. And we're like, yeah. He's like, hey buddy, what you guys doing? We're like, oh, we're recording a song, actually. And he's like, oh, cool. And uh we're, we're like, yeah, we're just about to do the vocal part. We just came here for a beer and just hang out for a sec. And he's like, oh, sweet. And then I was like, What what are you doing right now? Do you wanna would you like to sing? <laughs> and he's are you like, serious? Yeah,
0: this is a great story.
1: <laughs> and he's like, I don't know, I'm just having a beer. And so we we went over to the studio and he ended up singing the lead part. He like he we gave him the lead part of the song and then we just sang the background parts. So he basically sings the Paul McCartney part and then myself and Jake kind of split the John Lennon part. Um and that's just how it was. He wasn't a member of the band or anything. We just he just happened to be there. <laughs> and you know, we didn't figure that we'd at that time, the band was so new that we'd never really figured that we'd anything would maybe even come of it. So we're just like, yeah, just whatever. Let's record it that way. And the reason we were recording it is because there was a, a compilation that uh, they made five of, or maybe even six of. It's the Minnesota Beatles project where all these Minnesota bands would do Beatles songs. And uh, <clears throat> I'm friends with one of the people that put that on so i was like hey man i got this like fiddle airs we just started the thing and if you want us to do a song let me know and he's like sure do it so we weren't sure that the fiddle airs would ever play a show or whatever but so it was very informal so yeah it turns out uh, gabe douglas sings lead on that part and uh, it's one of our best
0: recordings <laughs> It's a great song, man yeah. oh, I'll put that at the end of this podcast And cool. that's totally cool Mr. Ryan Young, thank you so much for being on the Mark Sterry Music Podcast We'll have Ryan on for one more episode Please tune in next week for part three Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Steri Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times and the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places, podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, ID Chrysler, Pine City, Templeton Rye Whiskey, and the Beedle Club. This is also a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging in iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go with some fun. Till next time.
1: year everybody had a good time everybody had a wet dream everybody saw the sunshine oh yeah everybody had a good year everybody let their hair down everybody got the socks up Oh yeah! Everybody put their foot down